Episode 88, The Debate. Do you trick or train your brain and body? Welcome to Beyond Your Comfort Zone. I'm your host, Cami Banks. I'm a mother of four and a certified triathlon life and weight coach. I am a lover of people, watermelons, and triathlons. I'm here to assist you in helping you gain a stronger body and mind, and I'm excited to help you discover your healthy self. Let's go. Hello, friends. How's it going? I am so excited to be here, like I think I say every week, and... I just want to say thanks to everyone who is my regulars who listen and to anyone else that's new, that just found this. Welcome. I love doing podcasts. I love sharing my ideas. And just for anyone that is new, just to explain about why why this is called Beyond Your Comfort Zone is because I really think that it is possible to be go outside of our comfort zone to see what is really possible out there. But the thing is, is so many times we don't really know how to get out of the comfort zone and we feel okay just staying in it. But once we realize that we can get out of it and we start seeing all the things that are outside of the comfort zone, then our world is become expansive, right? We see endless possibilities. And that's what I want to help everyone do. And inside of the team, that's what we do, but we take it to the next level. So here on the podcast, I love to share the ideas that we have. And I love to give you awareness of just starting to start to plant the seed of what is possible to see that I give you ideas of how to get out of your comfort zone. And then as women inside the team, we have some men, but mostly moms, we really take it into the next level and we see what is happening. We see the things that we're thinking. We see the actions we're taking. And then it's so awesome because we get to really dive in and understand why we're thinking it, where we're taking the actions, see what's happening unintentionally, sometimes very unconsciously. And then we learn how to choose it intentionally. And that is the biggest thing that we do. And that is where the growth happens. That is where we see our lives change into lasting change. And it's awesome. So, I mean, although when we come to the, when people come to Team Elevate is because, you know, we want to exercise more or start exercising, or we decide we want to do a race, right? Or the thing that we really work on is we lose weight to gain health. And all those things are important. Those are extrinsic things. Those are outside things that we want that people come to Team Elevate for that we all, most people want our health to be better, right? We want to lose the weight and we want to exercise or start exercising, or maybe there's a possible chance that we want to do a race, right? All those things. But the thing that happens inside Team Elevate is that we become mentally tough. We understand that it starts in our brain. It starts in our thoughts. And that is what will truly make our lasting change. That is truly what will have the actions be changed and that we'll get the results that we've really been wanting. And so many times we think it is the actions we have to continue to keep changing. But if we learn to change our brain, we understand that it starts with our thinking. Then when that when we understand that and we grasp that concept, that can be applied to every area of our life, not just one action, right? So that is what we're going to talk about today. And um, 
when I come up with things we're going to talk about or when I come up with topics, it comes from things that I'm learning that I'm continuing to learn that's on my journey or things that I think will be helpful for you to learn. But this week is a little different because it started from a discussion that me and my husband had. And it's been really fun because um, me and my husband are on this challenge. I've talked about a water challenge, but there's actually six things that we're doing and it's a health challenge. And, um, to be honest, actually, the reason I started it is because the way the challenge has been described or was described is that it is a mental Ironman for your brain. And I'm all, I'm all in, right? Like I love doing Ironmans physically, but yes, let's see what we can do mentally. And the thing that's interesting is actually six things that we do with our physical body that is trying to help us learn how to mentally do it, which is going to be really interesting as we talk about this topic today as I get into it. But so it's been really cool. So when we, me and my husband, one of our challenges is to be outside exercising. So we walk our dog every day together and we've had some awesome discussions. So although it is to help our physical body, for me, it is like such a great time for us to discuss. And I really share a lot of ideas with him, but we were talking about some things about our health and these different things in this challenge. And he said to me, well, I think you just trick your brain into doing the things. And especially he's like, you especially trick your brain into eating salads that you think salads taste better than say a burger and fries or whatever, whatever we want otherwise. Right. So it was an interesting concept concept. And we kept talking about it for the duration of our walk. And then I, I kept thinking about it. I've been after the walk was done and I was sharing with a friend via Marco Polo. And if you don't know anything about me, I love to Marco Polo. I even, if you're not inside team elevate, you don't know, but I actually, that's some way that I coach my athletes or my clients is through Marco Polo because you can share it. It's a video message. You share it. And then on the other end, someone can return the message whenever they get the chance. Right. So I, I have this really good friend and I call her my polo coach because we discuss so many things. So I was telling her about our discussion and, um, I was saying that my husband thinks that I trick myself into doing these things in this ways as in way of my health, right? In the way of eating salads or that I get up and do these hard workouts, these different things. And she thought about it for a while and she's like, well, I actually think you train yourself to do these things. So then the rest of the week I've been thinking in my, in my head and it's kind of been a debate. Do I trick myself into doing this or do I train myself into doing the things that I do for my health? And so that's the question I pose to you today. Do you trick your brain and your body or do you train your brain and your body into doing the things that you want? And I'm talking in way of our health, right? So that is where we're going to go today. We're going to discuss that. And I want you to be thinking about that for yourself. And the thing that that I want you to also think about is do we trick it to train it, right? That's another option that finally came to me because I don't know if it's either or, but it can be both. So when we're thinking about that, why would we want to trick our brain, right? And what are ways we try to trick our brain into having our body do the things that we want? So I look at it from the perspective that my husband first said, right? And a lot of times that comes with, you know, we think we're motivated to, um, start a new challenge, right? And that me, I'm, I'm on a challenge right now. So for first of all, like, I can't say that's a bad thing. I actually think that's a great thing to challenge ourselves, right? Um, and it starts, some people think if they start a diet, which I like to say, looking at food plans, right? Because inside Team Elevate, we don't do diets. We, we create food plans that we continue to edit, to edify, to actually make them a lasting change. So, but however we want to do that, we think if we start a diet, start a new food plan, we have this motivation that we think will help us, right? Even so much is where people will set a goal 
goal or they'll say I'm going to do a race because they're motivated to think they're going to be able to do the hard thing to get to the result of the finish line, right? So all these things that we do and even inside um, the book, Atomic Habits, James Clear talks about habit stacking. So something that we're already doing, like we're already brushing our teeth, then something else that we want to do that we're not doing, do calf raises, right? So we brush our teeth. That's a habit that we're already doing. And you habit stack it with, you know, doing calf raises at the same time as brushing your teeth, right? So then you'd be exercising while you're already brushing your teeth. So there's ways that we say that we trick our brain to do the thing that our body wants. And so I think it's interesting to look at those things and understand, am I there? Have I started, um, did I say I want to do a race because I think that's going to be a way for me to like trick myself into starting to exercise, trick myself into maybe eating healthier so that I can get across the finish line. And I have to be honest, like I've totally been there before, right? So um, I, I don't think any of this is the right or the wrong way, but I'm just, as I'm trying to understand this better and I'm trying to really um, have this come out in my brain and really figure out where, I'm, where I think I'm at, then it's been interesting to look at these different things. So think about that in your own life and think about how motivation plays out. And it's just interesting because a, a lot of people, when they come to me, they are motivated at that point and they're excited to do something or they just got into like, I'm just going to change it. Like I'm ready to start something. And so I don't, I don't want to negate that and say, that's not it. But we want to look at that because unfortunately motivation is finite. It's not infinite. So our motivation will run out. So when it is tricking, we can trick our brain into doing something for a short time, but motivation will run out. Like we white knuckle something or our complete willpower, right? That doesn't, that won't last so there, there is a, there is a timeline for that that will drop off. So we want to figure that out because we're hoping we'll trick our brain in doing something. And if we just think it's from motivation starting this, that is sometimes where there's that could be a little bit of a trap, right? So I want us to look at this, and I want us to look at why are we calling it tricking? Like what are we tricking? to do. And so I'm going to share um, what the motivational triad is. And so you can understand a little bit better, but the motivational triad is seek pleasure, avoid pain and conserve energy. So we have this system set up in our brain that started way back when we lived in the cave, right? When we were cavemen and it would be seek pleasure. And the way we would seek pleasure is from food and sex, right? That is how they stay alive. They had to find their food. They had to re, you know, they had to recreate, reproduce, right? So those were what the seeking the pleasure was. And that was their that was how they would stay alive. And the thing is, they'd have to avoid pain, right? They'd stay in the cave. They were fearful because if a lion would come or a bear would come or an animal would come and eat them, they would die, right? So that there was a really big fear base in them. And they had to really, they avoided the pain. They didn't want to be uncomfortable because uncomfortable meant death, right? And then as we, they had to conserve energy because they didn't know when they were going to have to like take off in a dead sprint if an animal was coming or when they would run out of food and they'd have to go out and find food, right? So they conserved energy. And I talked about this in some of my beginning podcasts, but the crudes is such a great example of this. So you'll have to go watch it. But um they try to stay in the cave. It's a cartoon, but they try to keep them in the cave to stay safe. And then they realize that they're evolving and they can actually go outside of the cave and they start seeing all of the beautiful things outside of the cave, even though, you know, it is uncomfortable. But that is the example of the motivational triad. That is why we're trying to trick our brain because our system was set up that way to keep us alive back then, 
it was important and it was, I'm so great. I'm so grateful that it's there because that is what has kept them alive, which then helped us evolve into more because that now we've gotten further along in life. We don't live in caves anymore, but that is important for us to understand that that is why we're trying to trick it because, because, because now like seek pleasure, avoid pain and conserve energy. You see that that is, that is how we're marketed to, right? That is how like with our food that people, you know, with food, it's now very concentrated. It's full of the salts and the sugars and the fats because they know that that is tapping into our pleasure system, right? That when we can get one of those things that will shoot us up really quick and there's, there's, driving in that motivational triad of seeking pleasure and we get that really quick and that that so they're playing on that system but we have to learn that we've evolved that we're we're going to be okay if we don't just have the first food in front of us just like our cavemen they're like i have to eat this because i could die we can realize that there are other options (laughs) and that we can eat other things that will help us but it's going to be which i'm going to talk about it's not going to be inside that motivational triad it's going to have us looking at this what we're going to talk about it's going to have us flipping that motivational triad right that we have to learn and start to become aware that we've evolved past that and that flipping it is often what we do when we when we call the word tricking it we're often trying to flip that right we're trying to see if we can not stay in that default system and get into a new system and when we flip the system it is the opposite of what the motivational triad is it's flipping the triangle on the other side and it would be like instead of seeking pleasure we avoid false pleasure we have delayed gratification and that like my example with food instead of grabbing you know the bag of chips that has all the salt and the fat in it or the the sleeve of oreos that is just the quick hit of that sugar right and some of that fat is that we realize we can have delayed gratification that we can eat the food that is healthier healthier for us that we can wait, we don't have to have that right now. We're not going to die if we don't, our brain wants to say, you need to have that right now. We're not going to die if we don't have that. We can have the delayed gratification of waiting or preparing it or chopping it or planning it, right? And that's the same thing with um, the next thing is avoid pain. And we can see that we don't have to avoid the pain. Like we're not scared of actually dying. We have a lot of fears that we created in our head. And you know that like if we don't eat what everyone else eats, that's uncomfortable for us. People might look at us weird. We have our thoughts in our head about that. Or it's uncomfortable to follow a food plan when we there's we smell the pizza that we've, you know, all that there's all that concentrated um, sugar and fat and salt and all that that we want that we smell that. But we have to remember, no, I'm going to stick with my food plan because I, I created a food plan when I was thinking of what's the best route for me when I was actually in the delayed gratification part of my brain, right? And we call the prefrontal cortex, the very, the high thinking part of our brain. And so we, we can invite discomfort into our life and we can be okay with that. Nothing has gone wrong if we have discomfort because now we've evolved. It doesn't mean we're going to die. It just means that we are going to have discomfort. We learn to handle the pain of that. We learn that it is just something that comes with being a part of human now, of being, a, being a human and that we're going to be okay. And the last thing is instead of conserving energy, we expend energy. We put effort into things. And that's why I'm saying this is like the thing that ties it all together, the effort in like chopping up our salad, right? In preparing food instead of going to the quickest fast food restaurant, right? In when I talked about delayed gratification is that we don't have to stop at the gap or um, at a fast food place when we know we're just, we've already prepared our food. We already have a plan at home. We've meal planned, you know, in, in advance, we've expended that energy. And so that is 
how that works. So that is why we want to quote unquote at first trick our brain to doing that because if we're just running very unconsciously on our default system, that is what we're running at. We're running at the motivational triad and we want to, we want to trick it. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That's why when we start a challenge of, you know, a health challenge, if we start, we're going to race, it's like, we know we have something to do. And so for the example with exercise, we know that like, any, when we talk about exercise, just so you know, the motivational triad, you you have to flip that instantly to do exercise because there's nothing inside the motivational triad <laughs> about exercise because exercise is completely the triad flipped over on its side. And that is because we have to, we don't avoid pain. We invite pain in because when we exercise, we have pain, right? We have discomfort. Our muscles are working. We're sweating. We're breaking down the muscles. We're working hard, right? And then the same thing is we seek pleasure is not necessarily super pleasurable when we start working out. It is after there's delayed gratification. There are the um, dopamine hit that comes after, right? The, we feel good after, but that's the delayed gratification. And we're definitely not conserving energy when we exercise. We are... <laughs> We are expending energy, right? We are putting effort into things. We're maximizing our effort. And because back in the caveman day, I mean, they didn't have to set up exercise plans. They just stayed alive and they had to run when they were in danger, right? Nowadays, since we have all the convenience, we have to set up exercise. We have to flip that triad just to exercise. So that is why I'm like, oh, we can see it right there. When we start to exercise, we are flipping that. And that is why sometimes we don't want to start exercising because we have to flip that. And that's why I say maybe it is good to trick ourselves in the beginning. Maybe it is good to have a health challenge where I'm going to exercise for this many times. And that's why we talk about habit stacking. You're like, if I already know I walk to the mailbox to get my mail, I'll habit stack and walk five more minutes past that and come back. And then I'm learning to hopefully start creating that I can do hard things, right? That's the trick part. And this is the part I want us to look at is that once we do the tricking part, that I truly think that we just don't realize that we have to have this bridge to gap over to the training part, that we have to have this bridge to realize like that's the motivation to start. But as we continue to do those things and we start seeing that we can do hard things, that we can do uncomfortable things, that we can expend energy, that we can have to lead gratification, we start seeing that in our brain. We have to start realizing we're wiring new neural pathways for our brain that will keep us in the action that will begin to make the action that we tricked begin to make it a system, right? This, and when we make it a system, as James Clare calls it, that's when it becomes habitual, right? That's when it becomes a habit because now we're learning that we can do these things and that's what we want, right? That's where I was thinking about with, when I was back to the original question is, you know, tricking or training is that when we can flip that switch, when we can go from the tricking, which I think a lot of us do to start that's the flipping of the triad. And then we can get into training. It's we have actually bridged the gap. And now we've created new neural pathways. And in, in the way I'm talking about, it, we've created new thoughts to know that we can do these things. And then we can stay with the action, right? We can actually stay with any action that we start from there because we've trained our brain and our body will follow suit. So that is why now when the question has been posed to me, like, do you trick yourself into eating salads or do you really like to eat salads? And do you trick yourself into exercising? 
or do you really like it? And I mean, like I said from the beginning, and I've shared this story before on the podcast about eating chocolates, right? When I when I was eight and I told myself I didn't want to eat chocolates because a friend of mine didn't like chocolates and I don't like them anymore, I was tricking myself, right? I was motivated by trying to get a friend to like me, right? I was eight. And now I'm at a place where like, I realized like that, you know, I said no to my friends when I, there was chocolate around and it was maybe uncomfortable then, but I was motivated. But then that motivation, I learned that I could do hard things. I learned to create new neural pathways that like that is not, I, I actually really don't want to eat chocolate. I want to eat something that quote unquote, you know, my sweet tooth would be filled back then. You know, I could learn to eat fruits. I could learn to re- rewire my brain to eat other things that I learned that I could switch it around, that that, that was I got comfortable with the discomfort and then it became comfortable for me to just turn to fruits or anything else instead of the chocolate. So I trained, retrained my brain, the neural pathways. I got new thoughts, learning I could do hard things that created new habits for me, that created new actions for me. So now like with my chocolates or with my salad, like maybe there was a time I was doing eating salads because I thought it would help me lose weight. I thought it would help me with my racing, but now I've seen the benefits of that, right? Like I've now seen the long-term effect of what that does for for me. So now I've rewired that. And I really do want a salad over, you know, I mean, and I'm vegetarian and plant-based. So I'm not going to want a hamburger, but what I'd really, you know, what I used to go for is like cheese and crackers, right? Something like that. And now I would choose a salad. I would choose something else because I've now, I learned that I could do the hard thing that kept me in the action. And now this action I want in my life, right? I want this new habit in my life. And now it's become, in my mind, I want to say that it's now <laughs> I've trained it to do these things. So I would say, as I conclude, this is that I don't think that I'm in a tricking phase as far as like, you know, eating salads or maybe with my exercise. I do think I'm probably in the tricking phases and other things in my life and hoping that they will convert over to the training phase when I've actually got a system set in place when it's now a lasting change. But when we're working with our health, that is what I want us to understand. That is what I want to help us to see. And like when I first started, you know, exercising, it was because I wanted to like you know, lose weight and I wanted to be healthy. And I'm, I was motivated by my mom. And then when I signed up to do my first race, I thought it'd be a way to keep me fit, right? All the things that I did, it was motivation. But now like 20, where am I? 20, 30 years plus now into this. Now it's a part of who I am. It's become a part of my identity. It is now implemented inside of me. And so now I've changed those neural pathways. I've changed those thoughts and I've changed my actions and it is now something lasting. And that is what we do inside Team Elevate. That is what I like to show how to really apply the things that I've just shared with you, how you really apply those in our life. Because I think so many times we get into tricking and then we don't know how to bridge it to training. And then we have to start again and we have to start and stop so many times. That's exhausting. And our brain doesn't want to keep doing that. That's not comfortable. Like, right. It's like, I don't want to keep, you know, here's a motivational child. I'm going to flip it. And then I come back to the motivational child. I have to flip it again. We just want to get to where we understand that it's okay to flip it, that we can live in that place because then eventually it becomes easier for us to do those things. And then we can start working on something else. That's how our life can expand and we can grow because we get something running where we we're like, this is actually good for me. We get this habit running, the system running, like James Clear, James Clear says, that is what we really want running because then we can go to something else in life. We can start putting our 
brain power to something else. So that is what I want to help us see. And so it's up to you to decide if you're tricking or training or where you think if I'm tricking and training or wherever it's at. And I want to say that I think it's both systems. I think we trick ourselves probably in hopes to flip that triad to get into training. And that's the way we do it. And we have to realize that let's the things that we're learning in the tricking phase, let's carry that over. Let's carry that over to know that like if we did it for a race, that we learn how to do hard things, that we learn how to show up on the days that were hard, that when motivation ran out, we used commitment, that we used determination, we used persistence, we used dedicated to something more than like just ourselves. Like we knew that we could show up and that we had something more inside of us than we thought on the day that we started, but that we are made to do hard things. Let's use that, that we learn from if it's doing a race or when we start a food plan, let's use that and let that carry us over because then it will carry us over, take the actions we want and we'll get into lasting. And that is what I want you guys to do. I hope you guys come inside Team Elevate because that is where I really can help us get these implemented into our life. But until then, if it's just listening to the podcast, then I want you to see what is one thing you can do to go beyond your comfort zone. And when we're in the comfort zone, we're in the motivational triad, right? Inside the cave. How are we going to get outside the cave? What are we going to do to go outside that this week to see what is actually out there, to expand our life, to expand our perspective, to grow ourselves, to become this excellent self that we know that's really deep downsides that we want. And I can't wait to see how you do that. And if you think that this podcast is super, would be helpful for someone else, share that with them. Share that with them to know that like, we don't need to keep this a secret that we've evolved, right? (laughs) That we can flip this motivational triad and we can do great things when we learn that we are no longer, we're no longer trapped by the motivational triad. And also if you like this podcast, I would love for you to review, leave me a review because then other people can find out this greatest thing that we're no longer trapped by the motivational triad that we can go out and we can expand and it's we have infinite possibilities and we can then begin to see what is truly possible in our lives and what we can create when we're willing to flip that triad so i will talk to you guys all next week all right bye-bye how would you like to be a part of a team that elevates you every time that is what we do inside team elevate It is a monthly group coaching program where we coach on topics such as weight loss, exercise, and how to be an active participant in your daily life. We also talk about relationships with ourselves and with others and how to nourish and enrich those so we can expand and broaden our perspective in life. I like to compare it to a gym, but this program is working with your body and your mind. So come inside and see what it's all about. You can join Team Elevate through CamiBanks.com or you can get on my Instagram at CamiBanksCoaching and that's Cami with a K. Also, if you like this podcast, please follow it and share it with a friend and leave a review. And again, thank you for sharing your time with me. Bye-bye.